ציון שהתהפך, הכל לתודה. מצווה גדולה, להיות בסירת ‫הכול כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך, על האמונה שאתה נותן לנו. איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם. כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. איזה טוב השם, איזה טוב השם. כמה טוב, כמה טוב, כמה טוב השם. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך. על כל תודה שאני רואה, זוכה לומר לך. תודה רבה לך, השם יתברך. על כל תודה שאני זוכה לומר לך. היי,
Yes, uh, last week I wasn't here. I was uh, basically in this hours. Uh, I was in the airport. We flowed. Well, I want first of all to thank thanks uh, to Mayor Safdi and all the groups uh, that in the last I don't know I think like fifteen years doing it every or almost every every year or Shkodesh Nisan going to Kivret Tzadikim in Europe and starting up normally starting up in Ukraine. And then we're just going, flying all over, traveling, busing, you know. Four days, intensive four days, that basically you sleep in the bus, you sleep in the airplane, in the airplane, you sleep a few hours in hotel, beautiful hotels, but again, uh, take a shower over there, make way, but it's, 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 this is not the purpose of the trip. The purpose of the trip basically is a recharge our battery, spiritual, spiritual uh, batteries, and to come with something new every year. Last year, uh, I would say that we have been uh, in uh, Uman, and then we flew to Kristir, uh, Hungary, and the Avashayale, Mami Kristir, the famous rabbi of the, the mice rabbi. We spoke about it, and uh, then we, we drove to uh, uh, the Khatam <clears throat> Sofer gra- uh, graveyard. And this is like, was unbelievable too. A few years ago, it's like it was in Mezibush, but this year was a different uh, road, different route. We were starting from uh, Kiev, and uh, we basically uh, yeah, we had some delay in the airplane, delay in the traffic over there, and we prayed over the Shacharit in the, the main shul of Kiev that were basically restored and rebuilt after the war from the, the ashes of what is left among this community, a great community of Jewish people over there. It's amazing, sure, to see that the Aron Kodesh that basically built by one of the survivors and give you a, a lot of, you know, meaning to you praying over there. And then we continue from there to uh, Badichov. Badichov, the, the Tzion of... Uh, Rabbi Levi Yitzchak, of Sanigoranshul Israel, our advocate, our lawyers of, you know, Bimelamet Zchut on ourselves, and we, we are basically, uh, you know, prayed over there, and again, running, running, pray for all of, for, you know, we got, every, each of us has a, a million names, you know, just have to go, and pray for each each names each you know each people uh it's person that wanted zivugim bayut atzlacha zera shel berakayama pribeten name it you know that's baruch hashem bezat hashem that's our prayer my pray always always over there that that may kadosh baruch hu and through the tzaddik tzaddik will listen to our prayer not for me from other people that send me as a messenger and we continue to Uman Uman was a Rabbi Rabbi Nachman we prayed over there overnight uh, we had a beautiful uh, dinner unbelievable and uh, the rabbis over there make sure that everything will be the five star uh, treatment even just we have no time, but we, we had, you know, we had it oh, unbelievable.
we had a siyum in Uman, we had a siyum of Mishnayot, and uh, siyum of uh, Zohar. We, we stay over there overnight by Uman, overnight. It's up to three o'clock and then and, and three o'clock at night. And then we left with the bus to Kiev. People that wanted to sleep went to sleep. Uh, most of us stay uh, in, in the Tzion and basically learning, learn and pray and asking. And um, during, you know, this uh, night, Unbelievable, you know. I think that most of the people didn't sleep at all. Just was uh, uh, over there. And then we continued to Kiev again, to Kiev, took the airplane, and went to Belarus over there. And in Belarus, we had uh, basically, uh, again, this is running. I'm running against the time. And we come to Radin, and you see the building uh, of the Chaim, the, the Bet Midrash of the Chavetz Chaim. You know, the outside didn't change much, according to the people the saying. But when we not, went inside, it was like stunning. I was so, I don't know, disappointing to call it or to see what what they did from it. Basically, the Communist Party, I don't know if only the Communist or the Nazi was before, turned it to Bet Midrash, the only place that kept so many, many uh, Talmidei Shivot and Rabbanim, Chashubim, and all the, you know, the, all the, uh, the Mishnah Brura and all this that was written over there, was turned to a movie theater and a theater and a disco place, basic dancing room. And took me quite uh, quite a while to you know to basically to put myself in an in a position that they can can just take out this tuma whether the, the the place was full of unpleasant atmosphere you know to get to try connect ourselves to really to the kedusha to holy place to the holy place of of this place and was was very very tough to see the other end you start looking around and you see that small details of what what you what we heard and what we read in the books about it for example i know that uh, we know that hafetz uh, chaim used to be very makpi that people wouldn't take you know make an etila with a lot of water because the water is very you know uh it's 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 a very tough to bring water from the well and then they have like you know, above the sink, above the sink it was like a copper, copper tank, and in this copper tank was water, and that's how the people you know used to fill it up. And this, and these days, the modern days, they have like a, 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 a I saw the electric wire basically to go inside eater that is uh, prevented from freezing. And you 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 see that the, you know you you feel slowly slowly you feel the atmosphere over there. But the main question, my my main question was, how this generation or this hundreds of years of Talmud of of Limude Kodesh, the learning, could stay over there with this remote country, 
called freezing cold. And it's we come in a, in a warm day compared, you know. And how, how they did it. I know the story that Chafetz Chaim used to come to first, went to the Bet Midrash and put the logs of tree or woods to start, you know, to start the, the place to be warmed. But still it was like unbelievable, brutal cold, you know, was like so tough. This this is give us give me a point that you know this it's it was a, you know it's a, 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 they gave their nefesh you know they walked over there so strong and that's why they have, you know today they have such a big Talmud Chachamim I don't know why but this is like this then the Torah said you know the Chachamim said mibne anim tetzet Torah from the poor people will be the come Torah basically raised up. And I'm looking here today in our generation, in our yeshivot, and I, I hear, you know, the stories about, you know, if it's air conditioning, it's not too cold, they cannot know it's hot, and if it's not warm, it's too cold. What a difference. It's not long time, long time ago. It's not long ago that they are basically you know, sitting over there and you know their clothes it was not as one uh, our clothes their clothes wasn't uh no space or all this kind of fancy names with all this kind of insulated and stuff like this and the shoes exactly not the same exact shoes shoes was uh moving from a gener from uh, um, from generation to generation from brother to brother from sister to sister uh shmate these sacks you know it wasn't it wasn't so but yes, they keep the they keep the fire. The fire of the Torah kept them, and they kept the fire of the Torah together. It's working end by end. And that was basically we we went uh, around you know around the yeshiva and uh, no, no, you don't see any Jewish people over there anymore. Uh, you look at the houses. It's basically, I would say that most of the houses are the same type of houses that Chafetz uh, Chaim or all, all that. Not much changing about it. We went to the cemetery. We went to, to see the, the tzion of Chafetz uh, Chaim and his rabbi. And we pray, pray, we ask the tzaddik, we pray for us also and you know, we pray that the Kadosh Baruch Hu will listen to us through the the, the schuyot of uh, and by Mansur gave by the gave a, a nice speech over there talking about accepting upon us some uh, I, I, learning about lashon hara about Mishnah Bua and I I I had, I had a little bit you know something that. Uh, I don't know how to say it, but desire to go around it, you know, to go uh, around, you know, the cemetery. And I, 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 I walked around, walked around, and I come to a place, basically, it's looked like at least, at least like 200 feet of a row. And you see the land is like a, a, a hill, small hill, like this small hill over there. And I looked, and then I saw that the, the, over there, like a stone, and I read the stone, and I, I and this is struck me. Stone was written that 
basically in this place, in this row, was slaughtered in Cafe Bial. 2130, 2130 Jews in this day. And according to what these people said, basically, that it was they dig, they digged their own grave, and then were standing in a row, and these savages, animals, creature to 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 call them animals, you cannot. It's insulting to the animals, basically shoot them into the, the trench and then another row and another row and another row in the meantime they also to fix that and then they come with with a kind of uh, horses and wheels that compact them down and cover them 2130 jews people gave their life over there and one day I know that's compared to the to the six million and to the other places what they did over there. It's nothing, but it's it strike me. I know, and I said, you see, our life as a Jew is not worth more than an ant, not more than an I don't know a flea. And you think about and you think to yourself, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? We stood there, you know, I called I call the rabbis and we come over there and we, we basically stood up and I would say that we sang Anima Amin. And we said Kaddish. And we... we Okay, we kept we kept continue to the next station. It was Mir Yeshiva. So we come to Mir Yeshiva over there. The Mir Yeshiva is not existing. It's basically it's a post office right now. It's list is not it's not a movie theater or disco. And uh, we went to the Rabbi Yerucham Alevi. The, the Rosh Hashiva of Mir over there. Again, you look around it, you see houses, houses, and this was a Mir, it was a Jewish town, Jewish village. No Jewish. The synagogue over there right now restored, uh, no restored, they, they transferred this in the, to the hotel. And the Jewish complex over there that was like, you know, like, um, Dining room stuff and become like a restaurant uh, for the Jewish people that are coming to visit the area. Again, we come, we go, we go back to Minsk, and from the Minsk, we we have been in hotel. We visit over there in the hotel, and we left Minsk in the morning to go to uh, Volozhin. Come to Volozhin, and exactly the same story. The Bet Midrash, the first famous Bet Midrash of Chaim Mervalozhin, the rabbi is basically established the mother of all the yeshivot. The idea of the Ben Torah will be in a yeshiva and sleeping over there and eating and living a Torah. This was Volozhin. 
200 and something years ago. And the story that he, in the, he was a student of uh, Agon Bevina. He asked the Gaon Bevina that he want to build the yeshiva in Volozhin. And he said, the Gaon Bevina in the first time said, no, you cannot do it. After a few years, he came back to the Gaon Bevina, asked him, the Gaon Bevina said yes. And he asked the Gaon Bevina what, what the difference. He told him, and this is what is, uh, you see our Chachamim, our sages, what kind of observation they had about the human soul. He said, the Chagon Vina said, told him, I was afraid that you are too much, too enthusiastic and it will affect you basically personal. It affect you, your idea that it's a case to be pure and coming from something that uh, we, uh, you, we want that the Torah will be uh, not for your name or not for your personal ideas. It will be something very personal. It will be like for Klal Am Israel, something that not because it's just an idea and oh, you're doing it immediately and you feel like a big shot. Anyway, so we come to this, uh, uh, you know, and really it's it's Choba, it's something that um, all, all this thought, I understood that, that it was like a social uh, club or, you know, the communism stuff, use it like, like a club over there. And yes, we we prayed over there and uh, we had the breakfast and we left to the the, the tune of Chaim uh, Voloshin. The whole the whole trips is like uh, I would say three and a half days, something like this, until we come back. But the question, my question over there, and and it's really touched my heart. You know, it's really something that uh, every trip that going. But it, it's one of, I would say that the first time that I had this question, after I think that this is the third year that I'm doing this in another, in other trips, what was like very, very questionable about the purpose of this trip. And are we, are really we doing the right things to do? From one side, I felt very, very lucky and very balanced to be joined these places and to see our history, to see our what. The other end, I see that, you know, the aid and the value of the Jewish is not, it's worth nothing. And what they're looking right now, all these regimes, all these places, basically they're looking for the Jewish money. And uh, they didn't change the point of view about us. We are basically right now a source of income to these places. If you saw Uman eight years ago, ten years ago, fifteen years ago, or even two years ago, you wouldn't believe what you see in Uman. It's total defeat city. Development, hotels, restaurants, supermarkets, everything by the Jews. You go to Kiev, you see over there the amount of money that the Jewish people basically invest over there and working over there. And my, my question now is, and, and, I, and I know that right now the Hafez Chaim house, the, the Bet Midrash, was bought for $1 million dollar 
for them it's a huge, huge amount of money. And they're going to put over there a lot of money just to restore it and to put a new center also next to the, uh, to the cemetery. And I, I don't know, I really, I, I'm asking myself, I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. Because this is, a, 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 and, and again, with, with uh, in Volosian, the same idea. And I, I don't have the answer what, what to say about it, because it's, it's so strange to see that basically we are feeding our enemies, we're feeding that the people, that, and I don't know what is really Chafetz uh, Chaim would say about it, or Rabbi Chaim Volosian. Or Rabbi Yerucham. What what they would say about it? And I don't see that this is going to be reopened as a yeshiva. It's going to be as a tourist uh, attraction. Is it the right say, the right way to do this? Really, I don't know. As I'm asking myself question. This you know, just really, I felt so. Disturbed, and this one, this trip, that really the first time in the, the so many times that I went, you know, to Kivrit Sadikim and all other places. But this was this is very striking me on this issue that we basically feeding our enemies. And I know that uh, we spoke about it so many times about what causing all this stuff. Where are we going to? And I'm telling you, uh, I know that it sounds very strange, but it's everything is causing by us, the Jews. History can tell us, history can show us the truth about it. When we follow the instruction, and I know that I spoke about it two years, two weeks ago. And I repeat myself so many times. When we follow the instruction of the Torah Gdusha, of the, the, the manual instruction of uh, the Creator Himself, give us this information. We had no problem at all. But when we are just basically going away from the way, we're starting all the tours, all the problems coming. Look at our story. It's from, I would say, from day one, uh, pre-day pre one of our uh, Kabbalah Torah, receiving, receiving the, the Torah. When we started going out and follow the Gentile, the, the other people, the religious or, or the ideas, we get the slap in the face and getting back and bring it, trying to bring us back to our life. You know that the Chafetz Chaim spoke about it, Chaim Volozhin spoke about it, all, all the, the huge rabbis spoke about it before the Holocaust and before the, you know, that. And the Torah Gdusha telling us, Im telechu, if when my laws will go, the small people, that the small enemies, the amount, the small amount of enemies that you have, I will take care of it. But when you are not going to go follow this, I'm going to give you a slap of face, you know, try to bring you back. Yes, God is not revenge, but he wants us to be following him. 
He loves us. It's like exactly the same, like a father that saw his son, a child, doing stupid things. He's tough. If he's a good father. We don't, we don't see it, you know, because it's tough. It's, it's, it's emotional. Emotional is very tough to, to accept it. But it's all true. It's all true. And the signing, the sign always, it's coming before the, the bank. I would say, the lightning always time you perform the thunder. And the lightning was, for example, in, in, in Germany was almost seven or ten years before the Holocaust. It's starting with the, uh, Hitler go to the, to the politics and the laws that it, it create the two new laws, Nuremberg laws, was amazingly like the Shulchan Aruch. The first two laws against the Jewish was you cannot marry an un-Jewish lady or German lady and you cannot be citizen and you have to identify yourself as a Jew. This is, was the big shock for all the liberals and the Germany all the reforms and conservatives that was felt themselves as a German Jews, not a Jewish German, a German Jew. And for them was, uh, Berlin was the capital, not Jerusalem. And suddenly somebody telling them, you know what, Mr. Schmidt, Mr. Joe, Mr. Mayor, you cannot be a German citizen anymore. You didn't want, want to follow your Torah, you didn't, the, the Torah Kedusha, so I will force you to follow it. I will force you to come and basically not to marry the German woman. It's like it's uh, so obvious, you know, something that's so strange. They fight against the Rabbanim, they fight against all this. And what I see in America is exactly the same situation. With all this kind of nonsense of reforms and conservatives and modern orthodox that coming here today and changing the laws. And this is scary. I'm telling you, I'm scared. I'm scared about this because this is something that we have to understand in our history. From Again, I said from Egypt and then the, the, the Shoftim in Israel and then the kings and the Babylonians and the Greeks and the Romans. Every time that we just left the way of our creator, we got the slap in the face and bring it back. We call it the sifting. Rabbi Miller, Rabbi Miller Zatzal said sifting. It's taking out, you know, cleaning up. It's like it pure is God's. But we can we can do it without we just can try to follow the instruction so in germany they put this and then he said you don't want to say that you are jewish we'll put you a sticker on your chest star david jew it was before ashamed to be go with to be jew you always hide it you want to say, oh, I'm a German. So now there's not the fact, you know, and I slap in the face again. You are a Jew. 
Doesn't matter if your grandmother was a Jew. You are still a Jew, no German. And the hilarious and the sad story that you know, they, they choose a boycott day for the Jewish businesses. And what day they choose? They choose the Shabbat. They choose Shabbat to be a boycott day. And the guy, it's like, God told you, you know, you don't want to keep my Shabbat. I'll force you. I'll force you to keep Shabbat. Nobody going to buy from you. Yes, we, a lot of people don't want to, to, to listen to this, what I am saying right now. But this is really, you know, this is the only thing that keep us, these people, this, uh, I would say yeshiva boys, for the freezing and learning the Torah and keeping the mitzvot. All, all the, the tariag mitzvot. They give the life, mesirut nefesh, only to stay Jew. This is what keeping us here in this world. 3,400 years after Kabbalah Torah. 3,400 years when we received the Torah. Yes, we lost a lot of our people and unfortunately we're losing. The Yetzirah is running over, over time and it's penetrated to our houses, to our families. We said and uh, we don't have um, um, by Chenbomet. You don't have any house that you don't have any uh, one de death over there, dead person. You know, we see here and there. And and why? Because our Ashkafa, we were our ideas to go to the easy one. To go down is always easy. To go up is tough. I want to talk now about something that, uh, you know, we're coming to Pesach right now. And this is celebrate, you know, the, 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 the day of celebration for us. And we're coming to the night that basically we're sitting together, all the families, talking about what, what happened to us 3,400 years ago. And how God took us away from slavery to so-called human freedom, but and the, to a different slavery to slaves of the master of the universe. And uh, in the Torah Gdusha, that's I want to say that I have a beautiful Torah about it. In the Torah Gdusha, they name this holiday, Passover, Chag Pesach. They don't name it in Passover, they they name it as Chag Amatzot, the Matzah festival. And the question, why? This is what the symbolize what we bring you Matzah on the table, and this symbolize that that. So many, many, many pigushim, many, many ideas about behind it. But I would repeat, I would repeat that what Maharal Mipak said, and hopefully that I repeat it right. And also about the, the, the whole idea of being pure. You know, when you make, you know, create a baked bread, 
you add a lot of additive yeast sugar salt uh, sometimes you're doing other stuff and by adding it you create a nice loaf of bread but this loaf of bread how long it can stay without and uh, no without any uh, freezer or frigiders or even with the fridge you cannot keep it too much one week two weeks three weeks and it come moldy come uh, greeny you know not eatable we take a matzah basically it's pure water and flour and you keep it years keep it years and it's edible nothing no additive edit and the idea basically that basically when we are basically connect ourselves combine ourselves with the master of the universe where symbolized like like a matzah will stay forever nobody can harm no bacteria no uh no other stuff we can stay forever yes yeah, slim nice not the best, best test but we can nutrize us ourselves you know we can live with the matzah forever and that symbolize you know they tell us you know when we starting getting old and taking our to akadusha and at ear and change ear and put it here it's not the same it's not the same we basically connect ourselves to the almighty and by not adding other nonsense around us we can survive forever yeah slim small shrink but we are existing and this is our basically our nation our religious to say to jewish to, to say that the jewish religious religious is a little bit strange because judaism is not religious it's a way of life to be jews is a way of life is to follow the instruction follow the instruction you have we have the books shohan aruch that basically based on the torah Gdusha, on the gemara on the mishnah and everything and give us all the instruction from wake up open your eyes to go to sleep so when you close your eyes close your eyes at night close your eyes before you go to the heaven we have instruction full instruction every single moment in our life has a different instruction that's the beauty about the choice yeah sometimes people, people oh what you don't have the personality you don't have the bhira. yes we have the, the free choice we can be slaves to our needs and you can be slaves to what you need And it's a big it's a huge difference in our society today and I know that I repeat myself so many times about it that we have so many distraction around us and we want to see this and we want to this is 
and we want to go here, and we want these shoes, and we want this um, pants, and we want these shirts, and we want this coat, and with this shaitel, and all this dress, and we don't have nothing to 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 wear off. You know, just going to the open the closet, and you see tons of clothing, but still we don't have. We are basically followed to the trap of the surrounding us. The trap of the people that want us to buy and buy and buy and go away from the away from the Torah. Be moderate. Be work with Akadosh Baruch. This is what we have uh, today. Today we are just losing losing it in a certain way and that's why we have the Jerut radio we have our rabbis i'm talking about it talking that the fourth kind this is the show that shows try to show the love and caring about our nation and our human it's not simple but we have to do it and again the, like in korban pesach was also pure just put it on the fire without any additive, no water, nothing. This is the idea. If we follow this instruction, we see a lot, a lot of good stuff. We see the benefits. And maybe it's not, it doesn't it's look like primitive, some look like stupid uh, ideas, as according to our friends. But this is the way. This is the way. To follow the instruction, and when when you stand in front of this twenty one thirty, twenty one hundred and thirty Jewish people slaughter in one day, maybe not even one day, maybe a few hours. Not in, I don't think it could be maybe two hours. You understand what is all about. You understand that. These these people don't care about nothing about, I would say, a human life, and it's only because we act differently. Okay, I just I want to say that because you know uh, Pesach coming, and I, I I want to be positive on on a lot of issue, and you so just. If you go down and you sit down here from the studio, downstairs, what happened with Eshel Shabbat, that giving now hundreds, hundreds of boxes for food. You go to Nostrand Avenue to the Hour Shul and you see that we are tomorrow we're preparing for tens of boxes of food to give away to the families, the needed families. This is Amisrael And you see all the people, the children, the, the, the wives, even they have so many things to do in the in their life to to you know prepare Pesach and all this. They still volunteer and driving driving all over the, the uh, Brooklyn, giving food, giving uh, this Pesach. And I want to thank here to all the people that basically support these programs. And above above all, it's uh, a med counseling, med counseling. I want to thanks to Pinchat. I want to thanks this. Sarah, I want to thank to Lisa, I want to thank to David, uh, to all the people uh, that involved with, you know, med casting, huge, huge operation that I think on every person they're doing like how many tens of tons 
of food, giving away. And through many organizations, one of them is us, one of them is Shabbat, besides each of the organization, collect and bring another sources and food to add to this bundle of boxes. You know, uh, we give uh, meat, we give uh, fish, give a lot of things that are uh, coffee and uh, chocolate and stuff like this. Depends on the budget. Depends. And if somebody, if somebody wants to donate to help us, also it will be, be well. Come Chate Pascha. You can contact contact us through the, the text messenger. 347-927-8398. You can call also to some to, to local supermarket and say, you know, I'm donated, I want to donate uh fifty dollars per meat. I want to do this five hundred. I want to donate twelve hundred. Uh last last year we had like a donation about three thousand dollars. We uh we gave it um, meat and uh chocolates and all this stuff that we purchased it in the cost price. And we uh, basically gave it to um, poor families. Baruch Hashem. So, yeah, the time is running. And I would say I'm pretty sure to, uh, that you listen and watching. And Be'ezat Hashem, Be'ezat Hashem will be a bit Maser Be'ezat Avot. We'll see. Uh, we still have time to celebrate in Yerushalayim, Abnuya. This, you know, we uh, the Korban Pesach, Be'ezat Hashem. We'll see Mitzvot. Be we, Mitzvot Be'ezat Avot. We'll see Mashiach Ben David this soon. And I want to thanks all again, again uh, to all of you. And I want to thanks to Mayor uh, Safdi that organized the group to Kivret uh, Tzadikim, to all the people behind it, Rabbi uh, Mansur, Eli Mansur, and to uh, all the groups that was a beautiful of the group and the Kolel Chatzot that coming to join us and teach us about uh, the 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 uh, ideas of um, Koba about. Matzah in the in Pesach and Shemisfirat Omer, all the the Sfirot, all the Kabbalot. Thank you. And uh, that's it, you know. Be'ezat Hashem will be mitbaser besorot tovot. And I would say that uh, we'll finish here. And I would uh, say thank you again. And I want to thank my wife and my kids. And my grandchildren, my uh, son-in-law, and don't daughter-in-laws, daughter-in-laws, and to all of you, Chag Sameach, Chag Hashem Sameach, and again, we put Kamatov Hashem. Uh, we really enjoy.